0: Welcome to the WNCT Podcast Network.
1: to the nine on your side sports talk podcast i'm your host courtney layton today i am joined by chris miller who is a sports writer here in eastern north carolina thank you so much for joining me today
0: oh thank you for having me
1: so let's talk about how you got into your job first off
0: um i think um just early on i think i to be a professional football player, baseball player and i realized that at a young age i was like well i still want to do something in sports so what's what's the next best thing um and then kind of got into um, um the school uh, the high school uh, newspaper staff and really enjoyed that and then uh, i really started out as a freelancer my senior in high school uh bowling scores and, and taking up a roundup when coaches used to call in um to call in um, the report the ball scores and uh and kind of one thing that a couple years later, I got a full-time gig and kind of been doing it ever since.
1: Now, we know that football is coming up this week. If anybody can believe it, I know I can't, but I am very excited. So in Eastern North Carolina, football is a big deal. I mean, we have teams like Tarboro, East Duplin, whoever else, teams that make a lot of runs to state championships, so they're just fun to watch. How excited are you for football season and what are some teams that you cover?
0: Well, I think we're always excited for for high school football um and, you know all sports in general because they're all important but football is you know football is it is the, the the big sport here in eastern North Carolina and uh um and it's just a great way to kick off the the opening of school in my opinion uh, and kids get excited but uh, I think everybody's excited it's gonna be a great year uh, it's a great season last year, finally win that state uh, championship, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I think Jacksonville has a really strong shot uh, of being really strong. Continue to have a good rivalry between those two teams, and uh, uh, going to have a solid season. I think uh, East Stoops is still going to be back, and still going to be one of the, uh, the top teams in, in the league, in, in the area this year, and uh, we'll see how. It goes. But it, it should be a lot of fun.
1: So now we know New Bern has a new coach this year, and I got to meet him at the coaches' conference. I, they had it at Parker's, which is my favorite restaurant. So that was fun in general. But he was there, and I know that New Bern has been such a good program for a while, and they're a lot of fun to watch. So now that they have a new coach, he kind of said that the biggest adjustment has been, I mean, you're you're still going to be a good football team. It's the same players, but you're having to learn an entire new system. And I know that that can be challenging. I've never been through a coaching change personally when I played in high school or college. I had the same coach all four years of my career. So I've never had to go through that, but what are your thoughts on Newburn going into this season with that?
0: Um, yeah, having uh, Coach Tori Null leave um, uh, during the offseason, it did present some issues and some, some challenges, but uh, uh, the, the new coach seems to know what he's doing. I think they're going to change direction. Change up some offenses and, and, and uh, strategy, but uh, it's still new, and they still have a lot of great. athletes. They still have a lot of great kids. They still have some great coaches. So um, you would think they would take a little bit of a step back and now go 16 and 0 this year, but uh, there are things where you can't you can't look past them. I mean, right. They uh, they're, they're still strong. They still have that community support. Um, a lot of a really strong fan base. So uh, and those kids take pride in that in that program. They're still going to be uh, a team to be reckoning with this year.
1: Were you shocked by him leaving at all?
0: A, a little bit after some of that stuff that kind of went on. And uh, I, know, I know the school itself kind of going through some challenges and some, some tough times right now, but uh, um, hopefully they can rebound from there. But uh, I'm not surprised. I think maybe Tori, he's a great coach and a great guy, a good family man. And uh, I think maybe he was just ready for a new challenge. and. Uh, he came to New Bern with the hopes of winning the state title, and he so he's just next—he's ready for the next challenge and in, you know, in that new in that new place description.
1: Now, how many schools do you cover all together? Like, how many are in your kind of region? I guess.
0: Um, well, I got eight um, North Carolina High School Athletic Association teams, and also academies, including Lejeune High School. Um, I do Croatan and Eastwood. I got three uh, three or four uh, private schools and in, independent leagues uh, here in all county of uh, Jackson Christian, Liberty Christian, Bigger Waters. Um, I got the 13th schools in my coverage area that I, uh, I covered.
1: How did you end up with all of those schools? <laughs> That's a lot.
0: <laughs> well, when I, when I first started, we actually would do West Carteret and East Carteret and so We And back then, those private schools didn't really have a lot of strong sports teams, so we, we really didn't do much on them um but it just kind of the way the newspaper is changed and staffs have kind of come and go uh, we just kind of had to make a decision about you know what what's best for us and obviously Jazz high schools are bread and butter that's our number one school uh, southwest osgo is a really big uh following for us as well and uh, Northside the north side and White Oak. so I mean, we have if you don't count camp Junior high school we got seven schools in Alonso county uh, the military presence and different kids have um, go to different schools. So it's, uh, it does make a lot of fun, but it does, uh, it does make for a lot of work too.
1: Do you get to travel to some of these games or do you just mainly get your information online? For anybody who's curious about what you do, how do you obtain your information?
0: Uh, well, I do get a lot of information from the coaches. and One, one thing I do is um, I run a top performers list every other day. Every day online, but in our newspaper every other day. Um, just kind of highlight the kids that had great soccer performances, great football performances, um, and so they give the other sports some, some as well. and I get that information from the kids. But I do like last night, I went to a Jacksonville wide-oak soccer game with the story idea in mind. And I mean, you all know this as well, something changed, what changed? Uh, but you you did kind of pick up a, a game that has an interesting story, feature story a kid, um, a young lady or a young guy. You, know, um, you kind of go from there and um and the same thing for high school football. You kind of pick three or four different storylines. Okay, well, the Southwest wins, you do this story. If Jackson wins, and this kid does well, you do that story. So, uh, there, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of homework that goes into coverage plans. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes Friday night.
1: Do you cover all sports during the football season? I don't want to call it. Off season because for some teams it's not off season, but during football's off season, do you cover uh, most of the other sports? And if you don't say softball, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> we, no, we I do. Um, you know, all, I mean, I, I, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, obviously football helps pay the bills. I mean, I think that's yeah. um, But it is important to show um, you know, coverage um, some of the other some of the other I don't think sports, but some of the the sports that may not make as much money for the schools right. like. You know, soccer and like uh, wrestling and uh, baseball, softball, for example. Um, and one thing I really like doing for uh, for these sports is doing the human interest stories. Okay. You know, the, the human interest stories. Those those stories. I mean, as y'all know, but again, y'all I mean, people like hearing about people, and a lot of um, you know human interest stories about these student athletes or coaches come from the softball team, come from the volleyball team, come from the baseball or track and field team, and um, I think really, I think people really enjoy reading those stories that kind of go beyond the and X and O. This this type of adversity, you know, this kid has a snake collection at at her home or his home. You know, how do they, you know, how do they do that? So it's, we have a lot of great kids, a lot of great coaches who um, have some great stories, and it's it's really fun to, to it's really fun to um, see these young people uh, in, in this positive way.
1: Is softball, or I guess not softball, but is football your favorite sport to cover? Um,
0: football, I think is just because I'm not, football is my number one sport, fan wise. Um, but I, in terms of coverage, to be honest, no, because it, it's a lot of work. And yeah. Those Friday nights, <laughs> those Friday nights are, are a bear. I mean, again, I mean, y'all know this as well as anybody. Um, you know, you may not get out done with working on Friday night football night until. Two, three
1: o'clock in the
0: morning. Yeah. Being at the games and talking to the, talking to the fans and talk to the parents and the coaches and and players, that's fun. You know, experiencing that big Friday night electric atmosphere, playoff night it's fun. Um, But it's not so, it's not so much fun when you have to get back home at you know (laughs) and get stories in for midnight or eleven thirty, and um and then so. But uh, to be honest, I, I really enjoy the spring sports: baseball, softball uh you know uh girl soccer. Um I really enjoyed that because you're finally back outside after a long winter and uh the weather's picking up a little bit. So it's uh um you know I really enjoy the spring season.
1: You don't have to say that just because you're in front of me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, to be honest no, it's uh um it, you know I, I really enjoyed like I said the a lot of my best um um a lot of our, our, our best feature stories this past season came from the spring season and uh baseball, softball, like I said, track and field and uh um yeah and it's just uh, it, you know that's one thing i really enjoy doing is the uh is those human interest stories and um know yeah, again if you cover a big game and you know and it's a 56 49 football game yeah you have to talk about the you know not necessarily play by play but the you know coach you just were in a you know a game that had 15 touchdowns how does that feel but um if it's a you know if it's a, a lesser game baseball whatever um basketball um you know, you do try to pick out those human interest stories and uh, to really kind of tell those stories that go beyond the and exercise.
1: I'll brag on my sport for a minute, but, I, I mean, you know, I started playing in 2005, and I graduated college, so I had to hang up my cleats in 2021. But even over those 16, 17 years, I was able to watch the game grow so much. And even now that it's only been, gosh, two and a half years since I retired, which kind of makes me sick that it's been that long, um, being able to watch the game grow now. The Little League World Series being held here in Greenville last week, and they yep. got to play a game, um, you know, mini games uh, during the week, and then the Athletes <coughs> Unlimited played a game on my old field. And being able to watch that happen, watch these girls that I looked up to for years and years play that sport, and all of a sudden they're playing on the same grass that I did, um, Mm -hmm. was really, really cool to watch. And after the game, some of these girls are younger than I am. Um, Mm -hmm. Some of them are older than I am. And I fangirled and waited for all of them to sign my poster. And Mm -hmm. I was not sorry about it because that's so cool to watch these women turn into this professional softball player because I know many people since I've been done, or even when I was playing softball, always asked me, Courtney, do you want to play professional softball?
0: Mm-hmm. And I was
1: like, I don't know, because the the pot is so small. There's one mm. team.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's almost like the Olympic team. That was it. And mm-hmm. if you weren't the best of the best, you weren't making it. And mm-hmm. I always kind of knew that it, it was just kind of reality check that I that's not what I was. Mm-hmm. I pl- I love East Carolina with all of my heart. Anybody that knows me knows that I bleed purple and gold, and I will forever. But I played at a mid-major school. Mm-hmm. I didn't play Oklahoma, Alabama, whatever it was, and I don't regret it at all. I love my school. But that was never in the cards for me. Um, so I just don't think that that was my path. I love my job now. But to, able, to be able to watch this professional league come out of nowhere and mm-hmm. Athletes Unlimited be for women's sports who don't get a lot of credit was so cool for me to watch and I will stop ranting on my sport now, okay. but to hear that you like to cover spring sports such as softball is so good to hear for me and I think for other women because I try not to be the one who plays the women in sports card and you know, cause I know that that can get kinda old and it gets, it gets burnout, you're beating a dead horse. But it really is so important that now it's getting so much recognition. So to hear that from you, somebody who you know can mainly possibly be known for football sports, which is that's just how it is in Eastern North Carolina. Eastern uh-huh. North Carolina ble- uh, breeds state championships. I swear that's just how it is in football. Uh-huh. So to be able to watch that and hear that is something that I am really, really proud of that I can look back on that now. I don't know if you have, I don't want to say paid enough attention because I'm sure that you do, but have you seen that through your own eyes with Spring sports, but uh, specifically softball, since that's my sport.
0: Um, and I think it, and the, the one thing I wanted to say was, you know, the, when it comes to female sports, a lot of the, a lot of the female athletes today are, are role models, not just for the young ladies, but for the young men as well. Yeah. And you look at, I know they fell short you know, last week or so, but you look at the uh, production that the U.S. women's soccer team has had, yeah. you know, and the type of role models. Um, that, that, they, that they've become for young men and, and young ladies and young men. So that's that's important. I mean, that's, and it's important to, and that's, again, it goes back to highlighting those kids, male, female, whoever. It, it's important to show that, yes, these kids are great athletes, great student athletes, but the great human beings in outside the school you know, arena or the, the sports arena, they do this, they volunteer. And so that's one thing that I think we all I think we all done a great job. It's highlighting those stories, those young ladies, those young men, that really mean a lot to the community so we can build future leaders going forward. And I think that's what it's ultimately that's what it's all about.
1: And I've always said that I don't want women in sports to necessarily be treated better than men in sports because being A student athlete, no matter if you're a male or a female, being a professional athlete, no matter whether you're a male or a female, is hard. I don't Mm. want women to be handed things in their sport. I think that it should be treated the same. And I don't Mm. know if you saw in the um, women's basketball championship and the, uh, like, March Madness, the goodie bags or whatever it was that were left for the men's basketball teams and the women's basketball teams. Um, Anybody who hasn't seen it, please look it up because it is... And I believe that was either the 2021 season or 2022. I don't think it was this year, but maybe it was. But to see that, it it was kind of like, that was kind of a blatant, are you joking? You know, are Mm -hmm. you serious right now? And I'm, I'm not trying to you know, put my opinion out there or make this any kind of bias feminism thing because that's not what I want to promote at all. It's just that's what's got to change. I think that's the change and everything. So, again, to hear you say that you like to cover. I mean, even baseball. Baseball doesn't even get treated that way because Mm -hmm. baseball doesn't necessarily bring in money Mm -hmm. like basketball and football. I mean, Mm -hmm. East Carolina is a baseball school, but Mm -hmm. football still brings in more money, and that's just how it is. But... So I think that's how I feel. So to hear you say you love spring sports makes me very excited because I have spoke to many people and they're just like, yeah, really excited for football. And then it's the off season. And I'm like, okay, but it's not the off season. Cause there's all the other sports going, going on. Um, but in terms of football, are there any schools that you are really looking forward to watching or writing about this year?
0: Um, well, I think Jacksonville has a shot of doing really well this year. Um, they, um, you know, they play in that tough conference with the greenville schools and and havelock and, and newburn so um um you know they have a tough schedule i'm really interested to see how they do against southwest also uh friday night um that's always a clash it's always a competitive game the first half um and then the last several years jackson's kind of pulled away because more of attrition um but i think jackson has a shot if they can steal one of those games against havelock or newburn or jay crows uh, they have a shot to go pretty far in the playoffs uh white oak um they seem to be on the rise in, in the last several years, last few years. Um I think they have a chance to go nine and one and win a conference, but that conference uh with with White Oak Rich West Carter at Pro they're all kind of bunched together and it, last year there was a three-way tie at four and one in the conference. So we a lot of us kind of anticipate maybe something like that again happening this year, but it's gonna be a lot of fun. Jacksonville White Oak, I think North is gonna be a little bit better, South is gonna be a little bit better and um uh, we'll see how these two one does, but uh, I don't think we necessarily have that one team. Um, I think last year, the Newburgh folks, okay, we have a shot to go and state, state yeah. championship chance and win, win it at all. I don't think we have that one team that's going to be like A1 and then everybody else is is blown. I think everybody's kind of bunched together, and it, it, it makes a lot of fun.
1: I like to watch these young men compete for a state championship because in football, you get to play at in your class or division, you get to play oh. when you go to the state championship at these cool, you know, on these cool fields. And shameless plug, I was a 2014 3A state champion at my high school. Um, awesome. But we didn't get to do that. We played at um, f- uh, a park or something. I don't even remember where it was. But to watch these young men compete, to get to do that. And a lot of these, a lot of them are already committed to Clemson or Alabama or whatever it may be. So it might just kind of be... Pidley, oh state championship you know we get to play at unc or whatever but there's guys on that team who that's where it ends for them and they mm-hmm. get to end playing on like in that atmosphere on that field which is really really cool that they're able to make that work and i know now in softball mm-hmm. i don't remember what class it is but that state championship is played at nc state which mm-hmm. is really really cool and i can't mm-hmm. remember where the other one is maybe unc greensboro which mm-hmm. is which is awesome. I love that. And that's what I mean. When I think even football has grown because I didn't that wasn't always a thing. Getting mm-hmm. to say that you played in the state championship and you played at Carolina. I mm-hmm. hate Carolina, but <laughs> but that's really cool. I mean, I, I love that for them and to watch them compete for that and strive for that is awesome because I think that a lot of these young men love their sports so much and they don't ever, no matter what school it is, the record, I've never seen a young man in Eastern North Carolina on a football team, say their sca- or their record out loud. They don't know. I mean, they just don't know. They could be 0-9 or 9-0. They have no idea. Mm-hmm. And I love that about them because I think they care more about what's going on on the field. They don't care. And I asked the coaches when I was interviewing them at Parker's, I was kind of like, what, what did you think about last season coming into this season? Mm-hmm. And they all said, it's a new season. That season mm-hmm. was yesterday. And I thought that was awesome for them to be like, oh, well, we're looking at our defense. All of them were like, that was last season. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't care. And they weren't rude about it. They were just kind of like, new season. Don't care what mm-hmm. happened last year. And I think that's really cool because in high school sport and college, there's a turnover always. Seniors mm-hmm. graduate, freshmen come in. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool. But you said you like sports. Does mm-hmm. that include professional sports?
0: Uh, Yes. Uh, okay, who
1: are who are your teams? I have to know.
0: Well, okay. So my favorite NFL teams, obviously because I've, I've lived here in North Carolina all my life. So, um, so my when I was growing up, um, my favorite football team was the Atlanta Falcons, because they Ooh. had a player, they had a player with my same name. So that's what you know, and that's kind of got me started to like in football and sports. Um, and so when the Panthers came in '95. I kind of transitioned to them, um, you know, for uh, for football. Uh, sorry to say, I am a UNC Tar Heel fan, ah. uh, <laughs> uh, but um, UNC Tar Heel fan, uh, Carolina Panthers. Um, you know, just naturally Charlotte Hornets for NBA, even though they haven't really done well, um, and then uh, Atlanta Braves for baseball. Uh, we just went to a Braves game, uh, you know, last month. I'm going uh, to one on Sunday. <laughs> awesome. So they're, they're really fun. They they irritate the you know what out of me when they when they blow blow some of those games. But they're they're fun to watch. Um, you know, really enjoy watching international soccer as well. So it's a uh, um you know anything that's on <clears throat> excuse me anything that's on um if I'm folding clothes or doing dishes or whatever I'll turn the ball uh, ball game on and and even just listen to it because that's you know, it's it, this is our job, but this is fun for us too. Yeah. You, know, and we, you know, we this is why we got into it, and just uh, we, we can still be fans, you know, here and there.
1: My life revolves around sports, and it always has. But I, um, I ask every person I have on my podcast because this is what I am known for, besides loving East Carolina, do you like hockey at all?
0: Well, I do like, but to be honest, we. I do like hockey. I do think the NHL season, just my opinion, is a little too long. I mean, the guys just got done, and now they're going to start a training camp. I, mean, like, I
1: love it. I can- <laughs> uh,
0: we, did, we did go to a hockey game several years ago. Uh, we loved it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And the atmosphere was great. We went uh, a few days after Christmas, and uh, uh, again, yeah, about 10 years ago, 11 years ago. But it was, it was great. And uh, um, yeah, so be- hockey is one of those sports where you have to be there. It's yeah. just like NASCAR. You have to be there to hear the, the to hear the sounds and you know smell the smells and uh, uh, but yeah, hockey is uh, you know it was one of those sports where uh, um, if you're there, you you know you really th- there's a reason why people come back to it.
1: It was a Hurricanes game, I'm assuming.
0: Oh yeah, a Hurricanes okay. yeah, yeah, <laughs> game. They played the Philadelphia Flyers and uh, uh, they lost a shootout. Um, but they still got a point out of it. So uh, uh, but it was uh, um, you know but you could have lost to somebody else but but Philadelphia. I mean all right.
1: Yeah, you know, but uh, it was fun. I'm a huge Carolina Hurricanes fan and it's funny because I'm also a Carolina Panthers fan I grew up in Charlotte so um, always been a Panthers fan since I was born I vaguely remember losing to uh, losing the Super Bowl in 2003 um, I was four so I don't really remember it but I do remember uh, parts of it and that was really heartbreaking Um yeah. But, so, you know, we've never won a Super Bowl, but that's okay. I'm still holding my head high. (laughs) Well, after the preseason game the other day, getting blown out by the Jets, I I don't know. Um, But it's preseason. I keep telling myself that. But I love, I love football. I'm unfortunately a Duke basketball fan. I grew up loving Duke. They didn't Um, have a softball team when I was growing up, or else I might have tried a little bit harder in school to go play softball there. Um, um, But I don't regret where I ended up. I love East Carolina um, but I do I, I didn't start watching hockey until probably 2000 gosh 18 maybe uh-huh. so I'm not necessarily new but I haven't liked it my whole life but also the canes are fairly new you know I wasn't a fan when we won the Stanley Cup unfortunately that would have been really cool. Um, and we were close this year but I just the way that this year ended was so disappointing and so I'm just already like once the season was over I was like how many days until preseason they came out with a preseason schedule and it's in like a little over a month can't wait right after that it's regular season and I think that hockey I've been to more Canes games than I can count I will literally on a Wednesday ask a friend or my boyfriend hey do you want to go tonight do you have plans yep we get in the car I'll buy the tickets I don't care I just love, I feel like I'm in my element when I'm at Kane's games or whenever I can work them. I am lucky enough, I always say this, that my job is able to get me media passes to be able to to go do that. I couldn't do that without them. So Uh to be able to do that is so, so cool. But you can't cheer up there. You have to be (laughs) quiet. And I am so bad about that. So working the games is really cool. But we won one that I was working in a shootout. We won. Uh And I just had to sit there and not say a word it was the hardest thing I've ever done but getting to go into the post-game interviews and see Rod Brendan more it was really cool and I got to work a game in the Stanley Cup playoffs of 2022 and Andrei Veskinov walked in there who everybody knows is my favorite player oh gosh he's my favorite I love him um I have like two of his jerseys um but to see people like that walk in was really really cool um but you have to go to another Canes game, especially now that we're a little bit better than we were 10 years ago. You let me know and I'll buy the tickets and we, we can all go.
0: Yeah, so well, I love,
1: I love Canes games. They are certainly fun. And whenever I, you know, I've been to so many now, but every time I buy the tickets, I'm like itching. I just want to go so bad. So I'm very excited for that. Um, but. And the,
0: and the interesting thing is, I remember when the Hurricanes came out in 96 and uh because they moved from hartford to, to raleigh yeah and there was a lot of people they didn't think it was going to last and you you go to the games the first couple seasons and maybe half the stadium have their rings filled. really uh, it did help that the way the division set up back then were they were in a weaker division so they the the first couple years they didn't make the playoffs and they were always like the three c but always had like the one of the worst records but you know they were division winners, so they got a high seed, and they always, for some reason, they always played the Devils in the first round, and oh, got, God. <laughs> and got seed in the first round. But the fact that they consistently made the playoffs the first three, four, five years kind of got okay. This is pretty cool. And then, then they had that really strong season where they won the Stanley Cup. That was awesome. I remember following that, and um, you know, I just remember people. They were up three one in that series and gotten gotten smoked. Um, the, the next two games and people that like, were there's no way we can win game seven and they end up winning game seven at home and uh um i just remember that uh they, they scored a uh, an empty netter probably about a minute left and that place just went crazy <laughs> but it, i mean it's, it's it's a lot of fun the to, to follow them in the playoffs it does get a little frustrating and uh um uh, but uh um, yeah, like I said, I just wish maybe the guys would take a little bit of break and uh, let's enjoy uh, some of the fall sports for, for basketball too. Let's enjoy just football and the fall sports before you get going in in over in, in, uh, September and October.
1: Well, fall is my favorite time of year because that's football, basketball, and hockey. You can't ask for more than that because, you know, the spring basketball is still kind of going out. Hockey, obviously, but there's no more football. Um, mm-hmm. And... Hockey in the spring is where the Stanley Cup comes, so you have a little bit of anxiety through that. It's still fun to watch, but you're you're like, okay, the anxiety kicks in. But mm-hmm. in the college basketball, you have March Madness, so everything is kind of going on at one time with a lot of anxiousness. But then mm-hmm. softball's still going on, and then it's the Women's College World Series in June. And then mm-hmm. for the month of July, which is my birthday, There's just nothing except for Major League Baseball. And I am trying to get into the Atlanta Braves. I'm trying my very best because we don't have a team in North Carolina, and I wish that we did, and the Braves are the closest. And so Mm -hmm. I have heard – from my boyfriend who is a Braves fan and uh, was a Falcons fan, so he's from Georgia. You guys would get along. Uh, <laughs> he's a big Braves fan, so I'm, I'm trying to get into it. And he's saying, Courtney, if we go to a game, I swear you'll leave a fan. And I feel that way about the Canes. I turned him into a Canes fan. I'm letting him convert me into a Braves fan. So um, I'm doing my best so that way maybe July will be filled with a sport next year that I enjoy. I'm doing my best. I'm trying.
0: <laughs> And, uh, and I encourage people to come, you know, support the Wooddogs for the final couple years that they have a team in Kinston and everything. But one thing we did was, um, for my birthday back in June, was we went to Durham and, and checked out the Durham Bulls.
1: Oh, yeah. I haven't and, been to a game. Are they fun?
0: No, so it was fun, and we had some great seats. Um, um They're a l- little bit more expensive than you would for, you know, Down East Wood Ducks just because they are AAA, and right. I mean, those, those players are going to be playing in the big leagues here in the you know, with the next season or so, but it was a lot of fun. We had some great seats. It was great baseball. And, um, you yeah, know, we, we did do that. And then we, you know, went to Atlanta um, last month and, and checked out the Braves. So uh, like I said, you know, I, I love watching the Braves, um, you know, and even the minor league games on ESPN plus or the summer league baseball games on ESPN plus, but, you know, there's, there's something about being there and, you know, and um, being at the stadium, it, it just makes a lot of fun. So we are, um, we, we we really enjoyed being at the Durham at both ball games, but all, you know, particularly the Bulls game.
1: For anybody who isn't a Braves fan or is planning to go to their first game this season or at any time, what is something that you can say that you think is the coolest part of the game, like being there physically in that environment?
0: Oh, I, I can tell you the frustrating thing is, <laughs> is, is the part. <laughs> if, if you're going to go to a Braves game or a Major League game or anything, you know, professional game, get your tickets in advance. Do your parking in advance pay for pay for your parking in advance so you don't have to worry about that when you get there because parking these days is 30 <laughs> 40 dollars and yep. um but i mean it's just it's it just it's it just fun to hear the crack of the bat or you know hear um you know you hear the umpire call strike ball and um and just kind of you know, just enjoy a day at the ballgame.
1: Okay, well, thank you for joining me this week. I really appreciate it. And it was really fun to talk to you about professional sports or sports coming up this season. But thank you for coming on this week.